This is CQ Roll Call's Policy Briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call Newsroom. I'm Mary Ellen McIntyre. This week, House committees are taking a key step in crafting Democrats' new COVID-19 relief package. Several panels are marking up proposed legislation under the reconciliation instructions included in the budget resolution that Congress adopted last week. Their work is said to be combined into a $1.9 trillion package responding to the health and economic effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Two of the committees marking up draft bills with healthcare implications, the Ways and Means Committee and the Energy and Commerce Committee, are proposing significant changes to the 2010 healthcare law, known as the Affordable Care Act, in their efforts. President Joe Biden campaigned on expanding health insurance coverage and called for increasing health insurance affordability in this package, which Democrats in Congress are eager to do. The provisions included in the package would sunset after a few years in most cases, but are in general policies that would expand health insurance coverage and are supported nearly across the board by Democrats. That sidesteps the broader debate within the party about how to further build on the law, whether that be through a public option or a single payer system. For example, the Ways and Means Committee, which began their markup Wednesday morning, is proposing to increase the size of tax credits that help people afford their monthly insurance premiums so that no one buying a marketplace plan would pay more than 8.5% of their income. That policy would sunset after two years. That bill would also subsidize 85% of COBRA coverage for laid off workers remaining on their employer's health plan through the end of September of this year. The Energy and Commerce Committee proposal, meanwhile, aims to expand Medicaid eligibility. Their draft bill, released late Wednesday night, provides a financial incentive for the 12 states that have not expanded eligibility under the ACA to do so, by increasing their base federal match by five percentage points for two years. States would receive more money from the federal government to cover the population of people who do not qualify for Medicaid or the tax credits to help afford healthcare.gov coverage, falling into what's known as the coverage gap. The draft bill would also expand Medicaid eligibility for certain populations. States would have the option to expand eligibility to women for up to 12 months postpartum. Inmates leaving prison would also qualify as a beneficiary 30 days before their release. Both those provisions would sunset after five years. The Energy and Commerce proposal also addresses public health issues. It would direct billions of dollars to the manufacturing, distribution, and tracking of vaccines, billions to establish a national testing strategy, and provide funding for identifying and tracking new variations of the virus that are spreading, as well as many other programs. The committee's proposal also seeks to ensure that Medicaid beneficiaries and Children's Health Insurance Program beneficiaries would not have to pay any cost sharing for COVID-19 vaccines through a year after the public health emergency ends. Republicans argue that Democrats should have tried to craft a bipartisan package similar to previous COVID relief packages, and that this large a package so soon after a similarly sized package passed in December may be unnecessary. The Energy and Commerce Committee will mark up the four draft bills on Thursday while the Ways and Means Committee markup could last through the end of the week. These markups are a key, if lengthy, step as Democrats hope to approve the package by mid-March, when current unemployment benefits are due to expire.